Stay fly. Stay Queen Q. We're calling you Queen Q. Thank you. I'll take that. Is that going to help us in the long run? I'm not sure. I mean... So now you have the American empire that has put their foot upon the heads of black men and women in America. No justice. Okay? Where do we go from here? You know, the old slogan, no justice, no peace. But as of right now, my main focus is being able to protect me and mine. Listening to the Fly Guy Show. They do everything on the fly and in such a fly manner. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. The views expressed by the guests are only the views of the guests. Unless we say we agree. Unless explicitly stated. <laughs> hey, this is Ernie Thomas here on the Vol School Podcast. You're listening to Psycho Vaughner's Fly Guy Podcast. Support, like, subscribe, and share. He's saying some good things. Share it. Don't keep it to yourself. Peace, beloved. Peace, beloved. Peace, beloved. Peace and prosperity. It's Psycho Vaughner. It's time for another operation of the Fly Guys Show. Get on code, the Fly Guys Show, the Fly Guys Podcast, which is a series of melanated conversations to improve our collective situation. There are a lot of things that are happening right now. We're still kind of reeling from the, the murder of George Floyd, the arrest of the officer who had his knee on George Floyd's neck. The the non-arrest of the other three officers who were there on the scene who could have intervened. Um, The non-disciplinary action of the EMS person who didn't take action. The first one was there who didn't take action. We got a lot of Uprisings happening in different places right now. Good evening. Peace and proud power. Um, a lot of uprisings happening right now. You know, some people use the term riots. I use the term uprisings. So we have uprisings happening right now. We have a lot of elders who are sitting back and they're making comments. My generation is sitting back in a cut, comfortable making comments. And we have the young soldiers, soldiers out there in the streets making their comments with their presence. We're not just upset about George Floyd. We're also upset about the situations that happened before this. And tonight on the Fly Guys show, we're going to discuss the concept of what happens next. You know, uh, Stephanie Mills, I think, had a song, Where Do We Go From Here? <laughs> uh, I hated the song at first, but then my girlfriend and I broke up and became a really interesting, relevant tune. But my point is, where do we go from here? And so I'm honored today to have the Honorable T. West. Peace, sister. Uh, Honorable T. West from Afrocenergy News. You should check out his YouTube channel, Afrocenergy News. It's on YouTube. You'll find a plethora of great information. He went in deep when it came to the COVID-19 situation and also has some really interesting ideas with his 21-point plan for African-Americans. It's a political agenda. We have my good brother, Jay Wright. Oh, Jay Wright. University. Hey, brother. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Ham- Jay and I went to Hampton together. 
Um, we were just jockeys together. We got a chance to build a lot. He's a COVID-19 survivor, so I salute that. Thank God for that you coming through that. We have... This is not only about our warrior, George Floyd. This is about 400 years of crime unpaid by the divided state's government. Interesting. I say, I say, I give, I give respect to that. We have a good brother that I spent a lot of time with, almost 30 years with, in the hip-hop and the knowledge and the conscious movement. Brother King Bourne. King Bourne famously said, put the neighbor back in the hood and make a neighborhood. He said, put the neighbor back in the hood and make it a neighborhood and to round things out gotta have that feminine energy the good sister Q good sister Q and I tell you she has I wanna let Q sister you know sister Q talk about her her things that are popping off as we discuss this um the T West fam is up in the house the best class in session here I say on that. Deborah uh, Barry is always uh, popping off for you, T West. Always popping off for you too. Because T West says T West is the best. So tonight we're going to deal with where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? I want to start off with Brother T West, man. Uh, you're, you're you're the elder in knowledge here, brother. Where do we go from here, brother? Where do we go? From here? Where do we go from here? You know, the old slogan, no justice, no peace. It applies right now today. That's where we go from here. I mean, people will try to deflect and distract away from the reality of what just happened to Brother Floyd in Minneapolis. But what happened to Brother Floyd has happened to so many, many brothers and even some sisters, you know, Breonna Taylor gunned down in her home, in her bed. Eight bullets in her body while she was sleeping in Louisville, Kentucky. Where do we go from here? Look, we don't want to talk about anything except for what's been happening to black folks under the U.S. government for over 400 damn years. That's all we want to talk about. We don't want to be distracted by nothing else. You know, you want to talk about some people want to distract with black on black killing. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No. No. Well, black on black. No, no. We want to focus on this. But where do we go from here? We're still demanding restitution. We're still demanding reparations. It's time now for all black folks, all African Americans in this country to speak in one voice and demand restitution from the U.S. government. They gave away trillions of dollars here recently with this part hoax, part reality COVID-19 mess. Trillions. But before that, they were telling you they were broke. So where do we go from here? By God, we push through. We demand. Don't uh, distract away from it. Don't deflect away from it. Demand reparations. And, you know, I'm talking about $350,000 per adult who went through, their ancestors went through slavery in this country. This government can do it. $7 trillion, $10 trillion, they can do it. 
but you got to demand it. You got to be on the same page with it. You got to be on the same message with it. You can't have somebody over here and somebody else over there willy nilly with all of this. Where do we go from here? You demand reparations right now. A, an executive order from the president. When the Japanese got it, reparations, it first came through a, an executive order by Ronald Reagan. Then it came through Congress. Congress drags its feet. So you demand reparations right now. You force MAGA, Make America Great Again, you force that group to publicly say that they support reparations. Tell them to do it publicly. If they want to show their love for black people, like Trump was talking about recently. MAGA, M-A-G-A, is a group, they love black America. Well, damn it, prove it. Prove it. Say you support reparations. Put it in black and white. That's where we go from here. Go ahead, my brother. Brother Jay Wright, COVID survivor, man. What are your thoughts, man? What are your thoughts? Where do we go from here? Um, You know what? I'm going to defer that to the other brothers on the panel. Um, You know, I think the the, the main thing that we might want to focus on is something that you mentioned when we uh, before we got on the show, which was a a multi-platform approach to trying to address the police violence that goes on. I mean, this is this is nothing new. I'm pretty sure if we ask everybody that's watching right now to share a story uh, where uh, police discrimination or police violence uh, fell down upon them, they could share that. Um, I have my own personal stories going all the way back to when I first started driving. It seems like as soon as you get a license, it's a license to get pulled over, you know, for any any random reason. So, um, you know, I basically wanted to see if you could share what you were talking about to me earlier um, about a multi-platform approach. Of course, the protests, the protests are going to continue the same way that they are. Uh, some of them are going to be violent. Some of them are, are going to be peaceful protests. The peaceful pro- protests haven't been that effective, unfortunately, you know. But uh, I just wanted to see what, see if you could expand upon what you were talking about earlier when we were talking on the phone. I say I, I'll definitely get into that, brother. But one of the things that you and I talked about the other day is you mentioned that you've been getting a lot of people stating things that um, we should stop with the marching. We should stop with the protests. Is that the type of messaging that you're getting? No, I I wasn't necessarily getting that. I was getting a mixed bag. I mean, on my Facebook page, I have about like 5,000 friends. uh, You know, uh, initially that was, you know, for what we were doing, DJing and marketing and so on and so forth. Some people are supporting the march, you know. Um, Other people are supporting the violence that's going along with the march. We don't know exactly 100% where the violence is coming from. Some of it could be coming from, uh, you know, people who are trying to take opportunities uh, in the mass confusion to, you know, to loot and riot and burn. Some could be business owners that have been closed because of the pandemic, trying to make a quick buck, you know, uh, because they know that they may not recover from what's going on with the COVID virus. There's a lot of layers going on with everything, but I, I didn't exactly say that uh, you know we should keep keep continuing to uh, riot the way that we are, or or the riot uh, you know or the riot element of it. A lot of people actually support it because we're 
we're frustrated and we're angry. We're getting a good cross section of what people are saying about it. But, you know, is that going to help us in the long run? I'm not sure. I mean, um, there were these things called the Nixon tapes that aired um, not too long ago, but they were from the 1970s when Nixon first came into office. And basically he was saying that he was basically kind of ushering in a new era of racism where he was saying we can't use the uh, uh, the N-word anymore. We need to use the word law and order. And that's when uh, basically, you know, and, and it's always been going on, like, like, like Brother T. West said, you know, 400 uh, years of institutionalized racism, you know, but basically we all know that the prison system has become the new plantation, you know, uh, where they're taking advantage of the fact that, you know, they can use incarcerated black men for the most part, take away their right to vote so they're no longer politically a threat, you know, and, and basically it, it, it's just, it, right now it's just a huge mess. So I'm going to talk right. back to you and, you know, let you guys uh, uh, get to the rest of the guests and, and share their thoughts on it. King Born. Peace, guys. Peace, bro. Well, where I'm no, at with it is uh, it's chaotic right now. We've never been here before. You got frustrated people, youth, overboiling due to the long-term systematic racism and injustice that our people have been suffering. I don't know how long that energy is going to last as far as burning down and riding. But as far as moving forward, I feel like, not even feel like I know that, we have to get more grassroots, community-oriented for our people to be able to come up. Dealing with economics, supporting our own business. Brothers like myself uh, working with the youth, dealing with the youth to influence them. But as of right now, my main focus is being able to protect me and mine. Um, I am going next week to get uh, another level of armed training to be able to protect and then able to teach others. And there's so many different things that need to be done, but me, myself, that's why I am is protecting my immediate family on that type level and kind of waiting to see how this plays out because it's never I've never seen it before and I don't want to jump the gun but I am going to get a whole nother level of arm training next week and uh, that's something definitely we need to do regardless Um, I agree with the first brother I forgot his name about reparations that needs to be addressed Um, just like yourself Seiko you ran for office as a people, we got to take positions of power to be able to control things in the future. So um, I'm kind of on sit back, pre- prepare to defend myself type deal and uh, see how it plays out to make a move because this is very unpredictable. I was just listening to a police scanner and it's, it's back again today, man. They're burning cars and smoke and the energy's there. Um, if it keeps up, we will have martial, like complete martial law in some cities. You think? I know so. Uh, I know so. It's just that's that's what's going on. You putting gas to the fire, and it's been violent interactions in Philly today. A few people got shot today in Philly. So after a while, 
they call in the National Guard. Then when you got a curfew, that's martial law. It's just the what level or degree of martial law. When they tell you you got to go in the house, that's martial law. Some people say we were already under martial law before this whole thing went down. But when the police lose control, like in uh, Minneapolis, when they burned that first precinct, the second night they were scared in the next precinct because I'm listening on the police scanner. I'm listening to them barricade themselves inside their precinct. I'm listening to them seeing rioters riot, but not have enough people to detain somebody. So they just let them do what they do. And also, I've been watching a lot of feeds on the Instagram and they taping these Caucasians started kind of throwing the match in there, breaking the windows. Because when martial law comes and a lot of these so-called white supremacists are on these teams, I saw a video of a little boy looked like he was about 12 years old. I don't know if you saw it. He was standing in riot gear with the other people. And somebody pointed out, I was like, yo, this is a little child. Now, remember back when George Bush was in there, that private contracting group, Blackwater, got $8 billion. I have riot gear, but I'm just me. If I had $8 billion in like-minded soldiers, yeah, I could pull up in your hood with three armed humbles because you remember in the news, their particular private contracting group was more armed than the military. So it's no well, telling who's on these streets. You had a, a recent podcast entitled Arm Yourself or Harm, Harm Yourself. And that's words from the late, great Khalid Abdul Muhammad from the New Black Panther Party. At one point in time, I was the Mid-Atlantic recruiter for the New Black Panther Party. And the the bottom line, that's like what I'm dealing with. Like I say, we got many aspects to deal with and we have to get together to be able to come out of it. It's not one answer. We can't say this is what we got to do and that's it. Okay, okay. Sister Q, your thoughts. Yes. The question is, where do we go from here? What's our next steps? Well, um, I've, I know that my elders struggled to make things better for me and their elders struggled to make things better for them, so on and so forth. My question is, when do we get to jo- to enjoy the better life, right? Um, I want to enjoy life now. All of the things that we are are talking about and they're necessary take a lot of time, right? It takes years for us to make the changes that's really going to benefit and um, make things better for our people. It will be our children and our children's children that will benefit from our work. Having said that, I think that where we go from here so that we can have our right now, so that we can enjoy our lives right now and in, at the same time, make it better for our next generation is exodus, to be quite frank. I think that Black people, if you want to have a right now um, positive experience, that you need to seriously start thinking. We need to seriously start thinking of other places that we can define as our home country. If, though, you decide that this is where you want to be and this is where you are going to to work within the system, I think that where we go from here in that case is positive infiltration. 
And that goes back to what Brother King Bourne was saying. We have to infiltrate the police departments, infiltrate the legislature, become um, active in our political system on a grassroots level. So we control the, the system that makes decisions related to us. Okay. Okay. I'd like okay. to comment on something she said um, about those who want to repatriate. I am in the process of establishing a new chapter of the Ethiopian World Federation. I was in contact with headquarters this morning to get me the proper paperwork to file. If anybody's not familiar with the Ethiopian World Federation, it was ordained by His Imperial Majesty Haile Selassie for land in Ethiopia. And I was told that it's more land and acres available. And I told the people that a brother like me is quite interested in staying here, but would like to have something somewhere else. And that is also very possible too. And with the Ethiopian World Federation could be an umbrella, it not could be, it is an umbrella for all melanated people of the world. So Google that, it's the actual government, it has a constitution, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's certain things we weren't told in school. Marcus Garvey spoke of this, but it was so much going on that everyone didn't get a hold of it. So Google Ethiopian World Federation. I will be starting a new local chapter. I was uh, able to meet with some people in 2017 at the International Conference in Harlem. The headquarters is based in Harlem, and I met people from all over the world. No, you don't have to be Ethiopian because it covers all melanated people of the world. Alright, we're going to have to tap back into that a little later on. I think it's time I think it's time for the protocol. And I, I put out a video about that a few days ago. And the protocol I'm talking about is simple. You know, there are protocols or things that happen when you know that something is going to happen. So I raised my son and my daughter, right? So I knew when I had little ones that at some point, at some point, they were going to wet their clothes. So the protocol was when I realized they wet their clothes, I was able to take them to a room. I changed their diaper. I cleaned up, cleaned them up, well, cleaned them up first, changed their diaper, put their clothes back on, put their dirty stuff in a trash bag. So we had a protocol. So we know that some stuff is about to pop. We know that the situation that happened with Brother Floyd is going to happen again. The situation that happened with the sister um, who was killed, the EMT sister, I can't think of her name right now. Um, that stuff is going to happen again. Some of these overreaches, these government system overreaches and abuse of powers, these things are going to happen again. We need to have a protocol. And the protocol that I think needs to have four platforms. The first one is a social media platform. What we're going to say on social media and what we're not going to say. The second one is a political platform. What we're going to compel our seated politicians to act on. What we're going to compel our seated politicians. Her sister's name was Breonna Taylor. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Pam. Um, our seated politicians, what we're going to compel them to act on. The next one is going to be our financial platform. The certain things we're going to fund and certain things we're going to defund. And the last one, 
The last one is our leadership platform. So we have community leaders, we have religious leaders, we have educational leaders, we have entertainment leaders, we have conscious leaders like the brother T. West. We want to make sure that they get the same information, the same messaging, so they can all share the same messaging at the same time. And I think once we create that protocol, and the great thing is your church can create a protocol for itself, your mosque, your chapter, your branch, your crew, your gang, your set, everybody can create their protocol so we know as soon as it pops off, what we're going to do, what we're going to do. Brother T. West, you have a lot of your a lot of your fans in here today, brother. They're waiting for that word from T. West, man. Um, you've heard some of the things that I've said. You've heard some of the things that Jay said, Q said, King Bourne said. Um, take us to the next level, T. West. in America. They will not be leaving America. They will not be going to Africa, Ethiopia, South Africa, Ghana, uh, Nigeria, wherever. They're not going to be leaving. Okay. Now, so we have to deal with that reality, first of all. Now, I've been I've been to Africa. I was just in Ghana uh, last year and before that, Ethiopia, before that, South Africa. So, um, Shashamani, Shashamani, and Shashamani, Ethiopia is where you have the Rastafari and you have land that the uh, the emperor had given uh, to them a long, long time ago. Uh, there in that area, so I, I visited that area uh, uh, several years ago. So, but that said, it's important for Black folk right here in America. Now, I cannot emphasize this strongly enough. We've got to get on the same page with restitution. Anytime a government, the American government, anytime they have perpetrated crimes against you, police are agents of the government. Okay? They've perpetrated these crimes against you. They've gotten away with it. In most cases, they get away with it. That must come with restitution. Okay? And I'm not talking about a lawsuit where you sue the family sue uh, the city. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about something of finality to this. I'm talking about a final solution to this. You know, here in, in the United States of America, I have advocated for right here in America. Now, you know, you built this country. You built this country. Your ancestors built this country. They were here before most white people got here. And you still got a lot of white people and other people coming into this country right now in the millions. And you were already here. You built the country. You built the railroad systems, the buildings. You built the agricultural system. You built the wealth of this country. And most of you should not be trying to run away somewhere else. Now, it's okay. You know, I, I travel to Africa. I do that. That's fine. But most blacks are not going to be going to Africa. You have to stand fight and win because the same devil who's got his foot on the floor, the, the George Floyd's head in, the, in America, they've got their foot and their boot on Africans' head in Africa. You've got Africa Command in Africa. Okay? So when we talk about black liberation, it's not just black liberation right here in America, but it's black liberation all over the world, not just here. Okay, so when you run from the from the, the frying pan and jump into the fire, that's not liberation. So now, so one voice, where do we go from here? As I said, and I'm emphasizing this once again, 
every African-American, every black person, every whatever you call yourself, every Negro, every Hebrew, every Israelite, whatever you choose to call yourself, I don't care what you're calling yourself, should be on the same page. And that is restitution now. Now, with these burnings of cities across America, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The American government in the 21st century, it can't win with this one. It can't win. I'm going to tell you why it can't win. I talked about this today in a program. The reason why the United States cannot win and won't win with this is because what you have in the 21st century in America, you have provocateurs. They're not black. They're white. You have the Antifas. You have members of the police department who are out there starting fires, busting out windows, and carrying on. You've got members in the National Guard who are divided, who do not appreciate what they saw happen to Brother Floyd and what they saw happen to Sister Breonna Taylor there in Louisville, Kentucky. Philando Castile, Eric Garner, Trayvon Martin, on and on and on and on and on. Okay? So, when we have a situation where this government through its black booted thugs and badges have put their feet upon the throats and necks of black men and women across America. You know, in the 1960s, the slogan burn, baby, burn. As cities were burning across America, Lyndon B. Johnson said, okay, come on, let's talk, Martin. Come on, come on, let's talk, Martin. Okay, why? Why? Because the merchants, the merchants, the bankers, their money game was affected. You see, you got to understand that the Tea Party, the Boston Tea Party was a violent party. It was a party where they attacked the merchants. They took that tea and they threw it into the sea. They burned up things which led to the Revolutionary War, okay, with the British Empire. So now you have the American Empire that has put their foot upon the heads of black men and women in America, okay? And you don't you don't bow your head to that. You don't sing Kumbaya and we shall overcome. You don't run away to Africa. Every 54 African countries right now should be protesting right now what happened to Brother Floyd? We don't run away from this. We're not cowards. We stand and we fight right here because when we win here, we have won all over the world. We demand, no, we're not begging for it. We demand restitution and reparations right here in America. Right here. Not somewhere else. Not in the great by and by. Right here in America. Get off your doggone knees. Not only march, but get out there. If you have, if you have to burn something down to get their attention, you do what you need to do. Because I'm telling you something. There was a Tea Party, and I'm going to say this again because a lot of people don't. They forget about history. The Boston Tea Party was about violence. That's what it was about. That's what it was about because of the tyranny of the British Empire upon this colony that was America. The tyranny. The black folks, you have been under tyranny, not white supremacy. White supremacy is a myth. 
Nothing supreme about tyrants, thugs, terrorists. Whiteism is what we call it. It's a disease. We don't esteem that. God is supreme. White folks are not supreme. Go ahead, my brother. Wow. Wow. Brother wow. Call, I'd like to respond if I could. Please. Wow. T West. Okay. Q. So so I would I would like to say that I agree with, with some of the points that Brother T Rex uh T West made. Um, however, I would like <laughs> for the slip. Sorry, he did come yeah. like a, t- a dinosaur. Didn't he? <laughs> yes. um, but I do want to say that um, when and there there are, there are many people that have the mindset now that it is time to maybe repatriate based on um, the history that we have seen in the United States of America. We have been saying the same thing from the days of. Um, Malcolm X, from the days of Huey Newton and Bobby Seale, from the days of Martin Luther King, and we have tried several different ways to either demand or appease ourselves to the powers that be, and nothing has worked as long as the powers that be are in power for it there will not be any reparations. So that goes back to positive infiltration. If we decide that we are going to stay here and we are going to demand reparations, then we have to be the one to make the decision that the reparations will be given. Otherwise, they will not be given. We will not get them. Um, Also, I would like to say that deciding to repatriate is not running or or anything like that. It's coming from a, a position of strength a position of actively stating that I will no longer contribute my work, my hard work. We gave this country 400 years of work for free. I will no longer work in a country, give my tax dollars to a country where I am paying the very people to oppress me and kill me. Because we pay the police, right? So we are paying them to kill us. We are paying them to oppress us. And there is a segment of the black community that is saying very positively, I I contend that this is a positive stance, that I will no longer contribute my work economically or physically to a country that does not respect me. I would rather give my tax dollars to a country that respects me, that I can build with, that I can grow with, that I can have my right now of peace and my children can have the same thing. Interesting, interesting. Brother Jay Wright, man. Jay Wright, man. What, what are you thinking, brother? You, you heard T. West. Q um, yeah. dropped the bomb. I, I, I do have a question for Brother T. West. Um, and so I, let me do the statement first, and then I'll get to the to the question. Um, for those people that are, are uh, uh, not protesting peacefully, you know, I support you 100%. My, um, the question I have, though, is if you are sitting at home with a TV set that you that you've got uh, from you know looting or a riot or whatever, do you plan in this fall to, to vote? That's that's my question because I think if you're politically inactive and you're taking and and, you, and you're not contributing to possibly seeing if we can make a change in the White House. Everything that's going on right now is for naught. The other thing is, um, and, and this is for Brother T. West, do you think that 
the riots that are going on right now, and, and they've actually been mostly peaceful today for the most part from what I've seen, do you think that that might catapult Donald Trump into another four years using the law and order platform? And if so, how do you think that will affect us, whether we get $350,000 or not? I'm just, just a question. Well, it's not going to affect the election one iota, uh, no matter which way. Okay, uh, uh, it's not going to affect the election one one iota, one way or the other. The with the rioting that's occurring, most of the things that are being burned down, you have um, provocateurs, mostly white, who are doing this. You got some black folks who are in there also. And that's the reason why I said and I stated that the United States government will not win with this. They can send the National Guard out. They can send the military out. But there is division within the National Guard. There's division within the police uh, department. There's division within the U.S. military. There's division there. Okay. so the worst thing that the U.S. government could do would be to put the military out there full force in the streets of America. That's the worst thing that they could do. All right. America has enemies external. And some of them were formerly America's allies, but they're not allies really anymore. They're against the United States. Okay. Because of America's attitude of exceptionalism and, and, and all. Okay. So they're against the United States. So what you have is what's brewing is a perfect storm. And that's why right now I'm saying that black folks to get on one page and demand restitution, demand reparations right now, okay? Not not lollygag over here on this and that. Do okay. you see, do you yeah. see Trump? Do, but uh, do you see Trump making that move now, especially when they can use the excuse of we just finished kicking out uh, uh, trillions of dollars to help all of America? Do you see that realistically happening now? Yes, and what and what do you if we do get it, you know, between now and the end of the year or, or in, in due time, what should we do with that money? Well, well, first of all, first of all, and, and, and I won't belabor it uh, long, okay? Because yeah. I know other people here on the program here. So, but here's the thing: the situation with Trump right now, this could be done through an executive order. It is us. Not Trump, not Trump, okay? It is us. I keep saying we're not weak. We are We are powerful, okay? We're a powerful group of people when we work together and when we're on one accord with things, okay? But we're so, sometimes we're so divided. Somebody's over here with it. Somebody's over there with it. They're not on one page with it, okay? Some people are talking about the same doggone thing that people that Malcolm X was talking about 50, 60 years ago. Martin Luther King Jr. was talking about 60 years ago. Talking about the same doggone programs and everything. Let's talk about right now. Let's talk about what has not been done. And what has not been done is restitution and reparations. Now, when you get restitution and reparations, all right, it's your money. Most black people are responsible people. Because my mother, my grandmother, they were responsible people. They could take a little bit of something and they could stretch it out to make it into a lot. Okay? So there's this illusion, this uh, imaginary belief that most black folks are not responsible with money. 
That's a doggone lie. You go out there, you take the worst of something. You take some uh, NBA basketball player. He made uh, uh, $10 million in his uh, time when he was playing NBA, and he burned through all of that money. Okay? You go out there, you find the worst-case scenario, the few worst-case scenarios, and then you paint that as reality, and you say, this is the stamp of black people. They get money, and they throw it away. You are a responsible man. My sister is a responsible sister. What my sister is talking about with Africa, that's a very, very good thing. But, you know, I have the capacity that I can do what I need to do right here and still do what I do over in Ghana, Ethiopia, or wherever in Africa. I can do all of that. Okay, some of us have the capacity to do that. Okay, so now, so uh, we have to, I cannot emphasize this enough. We have to get up and realize that we are not weaklings. We are a strong people. We are the only people in this country that ever brought the American government to its knees. It happened in the 1960s, and it is on the verge of happening right now. But you got to have somebody with vision who is articulating and leading that endeavor. You've got to have that. you got three generations right now that are pissed. Three. Mm. Wow. And that's the core. My children, my grandchildren, everybody's pissed. Okay? White folks are pissed. Asians pissed. Native Americans pissed. Africans pissed. Okay? All around Chinese pissed. Everybody pissed. You have got to take advantage of the situation that has been divinely handed to you. As that thug was kneeling over with his knee on Brother Floyd's neck. Grinning like he had just poached an African elephant. You know, that's how they do when they're showing the trophy. You know how he was kneeling over like this, a trophy. Six foot six, a gentle giant. And that little guy, he maybe he, he might have been five foot eight. A penis, a penis complex. But go ahead, my brother. <laughs> um, Ooh, King Bourne, man, King Bourne. What are you? What are you taking in here, brother? What are you taking in here, brother? I know you were involved with a couple of organizations that stood up that you know had challenges with the you know the officials before. What are you thinking, bro? Um, I see where you're coming from with reparations, but the issue we're dealing with. In the present day, today, is injustice. You could be a millionaire, still get murdered, and the people get off. I feel you, everybody on one page, but it's a book full of stuff we're dealing with. So we have to support an idea that he has, but that's just not it. Money is not gonna keep the police from killing us and getting off. It's not gonna do it. That's it. I mean, it's more to it than reparations. So, yeah, we need to support the reparations movement, but we got to get community-based, patrol our own, secure our own, and be able to defend ourselves as well as that. Because having money, you still get killed, the police still get off, and it's still no justice. Money does not equal justice. So, yeah, let's support reparations. Let's do that. But with the mountain of problems we got, we can't just focus on one thing because we got a mountain of problems. I agree. So I feel when you say we're divided because there's so many problems each everybody got. But to just say focus on reparations, okay, I got $2 million, you got $2 million next week, you got $2 million. The police 
still shooting, killing, and getting off. We just some rich, dead niggas. The money not going to change it. The money by itself not going to change it. That's true. And, and in the words of Biggie, more money, more problems. I I mean, I, I came mean, into so the money. Because I got a million dollars, the police not going to get out of court? Yeah. No, I'm, 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 not, I'm not shutting down the idea, but I'm just saying, like, I came into some money and I got a Lexus. You know, I got pulled over a thousand percent more with that car just because they see a black man driving a nice car in in a certain zip, zip code and they were they're, they're setting up road net. yeah so I, I agree with what he's saying is the money the money will help but the money will not necessarily solve a person or other brothers from across the country from running across the same level of rape, racism it's not gonna if anything it's, it's gonna make them more jealous and get worked up you know when they see something that they're jealous of a brother driving a nice car or walking down the street with a nice outfit or whatever, that's usually what, what, what sets things off. I'm, it, it is, I'm not saying we should hide and not hide. We want to, we, you know, not floss or anything like that. But at the same time, we the, the, the whole crux of this whole program is, you know, what's going to help us fight police brutality? Will $350,000 in each one of our pockets help us either feel better or help fight the real problem, which is police brutality. Well, well, interestingly enough, Jay, when King Bourne was talking, I saw that T. West disagreed. T. West, uh, very quickly, very quickly, if you can, <laughs> what? Give your insight on what you know in response to what King Bourne was saying. All right, you have individuals. You have Michael Jordan, okay, a billionaire. He's one person. What we're talking about is the ma- the macro level. We're not talking about this person or that person, a few black folks. We're talking about all black folks getting what they worked for, their ancestors worked for, what they labored for. We're talking about that. So we're talking about two different things, okay? Now, if it's one person, yeah. When you look at the wealth, the wealth gap between black and white, well, that wealth gap for blacks, the wealth for blacks, that includes Michael Jordan, it includes all, it includes uh, 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 Beyonce and Jay Z, it includes all of them. That's in there. But when we're talking about at the macro level, the one of the biggest reasons why cops do not piss off a lot of white folks is because white folks have wealth, and they will sue their asses off with just a little thing, small things. Black folks, most of you, you don't have that. And you need that at the macro level. Um, I, I just want to respond to a couple of things really quickly. So I want to kind of respond to black people getting on the same page. I think that what we have to remember is that black people, no race is monolithic, right? So black people are not monolithic. So we, it's going to be very difficult to get every single black person on the same page and behind every agenda because we're just not going to agree on everything. So I think that we need to to be realistic in the, the things that we are we are aiming for. Also, I think in in reference to the macro vision, I think that that vision is is great. I, I wish that we could we had the luxury of focusing on a, a, a macro vision. I contend that we should bring it back down to a micro vision, that we should focus on our backyard. We should focus on our home. We should focus on our local legislature. 
representative, our aldermen, our Congress people right here in our neighborhood where we can knock on their door and we can pass. And then as we do that, then we can broaden ourselves out to a macro vision. But I think for right now, going back to the question, where do we go from now? We have to focus on ourselves, our families, and our communities locally before we can broaden out and uh, and work on the macro vision. Not that the macro vision is not important, but we have more immediate concerns right now that we have to work on. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, the, where do we go from here? Brother T. West is articulated. Q is articulated. King Bourne has articulated. Brother J has raised some great questions. I, I keep saying that we need a, a, a platform. We need a protocol. And I do agree we need a great agenda. Now, uh, Brother T. West has an agenda, 21-point plan for African-Americans. Foundational Black Americans has a conference coming up. It was supposed to be in June. Now it's in September. I'll be going to that. They're putting out an agenda. ADOS101.com has an agenda. I just found out that uh, Sister Michi X is involved with the um, is a United Black Agenda. I think that's the name of it. So, get on code get with the agenda get with a protocol because we need to make sure that like Q said we have the ability to enjoy ourselves after we win this struggle but we're going to have to get on code and so the code I look at is empowerment so everything that we do has to be about empowering our people. Everything that we do has to be about empowering our people. Politically, we need to make sure that our political movements empower us. We need to make sure our financial moves empower us. We need to make sure that our health moves empower us. Our religious moves empower us. We need to be focused, I think, for the next 10 years, 2020 to 2030, on empowerment. So look up the empowerment agenda. Look up the 21-point plan that Brother T. West has. Um, you know, we got to get it, man. We got to get it because... As one of the fly girls says, uh, that's Sister Shay all day. She says that we are really America's first truly free group of people of African descent, troop of uh, so-called black people. We are truly the freest in America than we have ever been. So now we can really do some things that weren't able to be done in earlier times. But because we're so free, too many of us are doing nothing. You know, it, it's interesting. I've talked to some elders and they say, you know, we march for you to have the right to do this and then you do nothing with it. I disagree. I do think a lot of us are doing some things with it. But we got to do something. We need to have some next steps. So we're going to go round robin one last time. Um, we have about 10 minutes. So let's close out. Brother T. West. Last words, man. Last words. Where do we go from here to what do we do next? Well, I've already indicated where we go from here, but I want to say this. More money for fools in the hands of fools equates to more problems. Okay? I want to get that right because y'all got slogans that y'all run with and y'all hold on to. Okay? All right? Okay? More Only more money in the hands of a fool equates to more problems. Okay? Only. More money in the hands of T. West equates to better situations for black people. Period. Okay? We're, we're rich people. 
not a poor people. We're a powerful people, not a weak people. Where do we go from here? That's where we go from here. In acknowledging and knowing, first knowing who we are and the strength that we already have. Articulating that. And get away from that white supremacy BS. They're not supreme. Okay? They gave you that term. They taught you that term. They taught it to Malcolm X. They taught it to others. Then they, then your black leaders, Cornell West, all of them taught it to y'all. Whiteism. We don't we do not glorify white people. We do not glorify them by saying the man is coming. What does that make you? It makes you a boy. So where do we go from here? It all starts in the mind, how we think. And then how we think is how we are going to act, is how we're going to perform, and is how we're going to succeed. When we think success, we can achieve success. Thank you, Brother Seiko. The only Brother Jay Wright, COVID survivor. What are your thoughts, brother? Man, um, first of all, I just want to say uh, I support what the brothers and sisters are doing out in the streets. Um, our youth are incredible. Um, I love the fact that it's it's not just all us. It's it's a mixture of folks, and and you know it's going to take a, a mixture of coalition for us to really reach true equality. We are phenomenally blessed with incredible economic and political power. Uh, we put Barack Obama in office uh, with the help of a, of a large part of middle America as well. We are at a crossroads. We can continue to be politically apathetic the last election cycle. We weren't crazy about either political candidate. And a lot of us sat in the backseat and watched this situation go down. And to an extent, we're paying for it because a lot of the activity we've seen with the police has been co-signed by the administration, you know, uh, in code, never really directly, always in code. There's some good people here. There's some good people there. So if you don't like what's going on and you want more equality, the best thing I can tell you is, is vote because whoever winds up in the White House for the next four years is going to have a lot of say on judges uh, for those following the political agenda, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Ginsburg, who's a, a liberal and 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 has done a, a good bit over the years, it's her time as a, as a Supreme Court judge. She's not going to make it through another administration like this. Also, he's going to have a lot more control of pointing at a lot of the judges that are creating a lot of the problems and systemic injustice that a lot of our brothers and sisters are facing behind bars. So, please don't be apathetic. Please vote. And, you know, just do do your best to bring as many people uh, uh, to, to the polls come this fall. Because if not, if you think what's going on now is bad, wait till another four years of this administration. Just vote. I think it's deeper than that. Uh, Brother King Born. We'll talk more about that, Jay. Brother yeah. King Born, man. Last words. Last words. Um, where I'm at, arm yourself or harm yourself. Get proper training. Take care of your neighborhoods. Support locally, deal it with a grassroots situation. That's it. Queen Q, we, we, we're calling you Queen Q. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that. So, All right, Sigma Gamma Rose sister. Did I get that Sigma Gamma Rose sister? Yes, you did. Omega Sci-Fi brother, right? Uh, okay. Go ahead, okay, sister. Okay. Go ahead. 
So um, first, I just want to echo um, what Jay Wright said. I, I definitely support the brothers and sisters who are, are risking their lives on the streets. And also uh, how much I appreciate our non-Black allies who are some of them putting their bodies in between the police and um, the Black brothers and sisters that are, that are protesting, protesting with us and using their bodies to shield the police from us. Um, I think as far as uh, my final words, I think that we definitely need plans and um, our plans should be realistic and specific. Um, one of the, the reasons why I am, and I, I we didn't talk about this, but I, I have a um, affinity toward the original Black Panther Party that was founded by Huey Newton and Bobby Steele is because they had a specific 10-point program. Their demands were very specific and they were very clear. So I think, sure, we want reparations, but my immediate concern is that my school district gets the same amount of money that the school district gets down in the Upper West Side with the women with the nannies that roll the carts down the street. So I just think, again, that we, we definitely need a plan as a people recognizing that we're not monolithic, but we definitely need a plan, but our plan should be realistic and our demand should be specific. Ashe, Ashe, interesting, interesting. Jay, we're going to have to chat a little more about the voting piece because I think it's deeper. I, I think the most powerful person can be a person who votes, but the more powerful person is a person that demands a vote. And I'm not sure if just saying vote, vote, vote helps us demand and demonstrate the power that we have. Look, our, those ancestors who died for us to have the right to vote died for us to have the right to vote. It's up to us to make that vote more powerful. How do we make that vote more powerful? By saying, hey, politician, seated politician, candidate, I have the right to vote. I'm up on your games. I know the deal. I'm right and exact. You better come or I'm not supporting you. You better come correct or I'm not supporting you. And so I think it's deeper than just voting. And I think a lot of us got wrapped up. We'll talk more about that on a different conversation or a different version of the uh, Fly Guy show. Um, <laughs> okay, we got one of King Bourne supporters in there. What's up, Sister Idris? <laughs> yes, I, you know, that's my best Nicki Minaj voice. Um, we've gone through it last words. You've been, you've been watching and listening and interacting with the Fly Guys show. It's a series of melanated conversations focused on improving our collective situation. Today we had Brother T. West from Afro Synergy News. If you um, don't know about T. West, go on YouTube and find Afro Synergy News. You're on Facebook as well, I believe. Find Afro Synergy News. Um, he always dropping it. Queen Q. Uh, Queen Q, I know that you wrote a play and, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about the play. And uh, you, you said your mom grew up in the early 5% of days? Yes, my mother was wait, in the 5% wait, one minute, day. I said one minute, one minute. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I didn't get that reference. I'm sorry. Um, Hello? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, so, yeah. Tell quickly. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I got you. I got you. You're telling me not to be long. Got you. Okay, so um, 
My mother was in a 5% nation. I have a uh, one-woman show. It's called Panther Woman. And we focus on, the story focuses on a female's experience in the original Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. The website is www.pantherwomantheplay.com. Ashe, Ashe. Brother King Horn. I know that you were involved with the new Black Panther Party or connected with them or you had some connections with them at some point. Man, uh, yeah, what are you doing? I was a uh, mid Atlantic recruiter, still in touch with some people. Now I'm a member of the new Black Militia. And uh, like I said, I'm getting ready to get a higher level of training to be able to come back and teach others. So, and also I'm a. Uh, Acting Grand Sheik for the Moorish Science Temple and involved with the Ethiopian World Federation also. All right, salute to the Moors, man. Salute to the Moors. Uh, DJ Wright, man, I know that you're on a big mission to make sure that people understand how to stay healthy, how to fight through the coronavirus, in addition to some of the other things you're doing, brother. You want to say some uh, very quick last peace outs? Uh, just basically, you know, if you think you, you caught the uh, coronavirus, the best thing you can do is hydrate, rest, uh, nasal rinse, neti pot is a good uh, health aid, and of course, steaming, where you take a, a towel over your head, hold it over a pot where you've had a boiling pot of water, turn it off, and, and, and steam for a while. It's a, it's a great natural, naturopathic way to uh, help cure yourself. If you have, uh, you know, caught the coronavirus, of course, wearing a mask helps. Uh, nothing is 100 percent. And just be careful and be and be cognizant and, and conscious and care about your elders. Be cognizant, conscious and care about your elders. Ashe. So you've been checking out the fly guy. Show me your man, Seiko Varner. We want to thank everybody for leaving their comments. Think about next steps, because these problems that we're facing right now are going to continue until we do something about it. So get on code, get on code, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. The views expressed by the guests are only the views of the guests, unless we say we agree. Unless explicitly stated. <laughs> stay fly, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. Stay fly.